You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports News Desk, sponsored by New York Daily News with Tony Sincotta. Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We're here every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. And I'll tell you what, I'm fired up. Week 13, baby. We're getting ready to make a playoff push. Now, let's get it done. I got one league where I'm, uh, you know, I'm in. I'm in. I'm 12-0. and And it's kind of funny. Because I'm uh, I'm one of those guys that have uh, I've done the undefeated thing five times playing fantasy football thirteen and zero, but I never won a championship in those five times, so I got mixed emotions there. But I do have a chance to take down the total points. I got my head by twenty four points, which isn't a lot. And um, so basically, I'm not playing that guy this week, but that's really my head to head matchup uh, this week. So we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, we can get a little luck for Tony Sincotta. Yeah. Get a little luck, because you need to be lucky and good in life to be successful. Luck and goodness, all in one thing, would be absolutely amazing. And make sure you tune in to the Fantasy Football Rewind every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. If you can't stay up that late and, like, you have insomnia tonight, maybe you got the flu, maybe you're not feeling well, guess what? Here's what you got to do. Scooby-dooby-doo. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And then you could be the man, and you'll get the show delivered to your vice every time, and life will be good. Uh, Here's a good thing, I guess. For all you people at wide receivers, you'll get your man back for the playoffs. ESPN's Adam Schefter reported last night, Michael Crabtree suspension. For unsportsmanlike conduct, unnecessary roughness, violations have been reduced from two games to one. It stems from the fight with Akib Talib. Crabtree will now be eligible to return against the Chiefs in Week 14. Good for the Raiders, good for fantasy owners, and there you go there. And, of course, the San Francisco 49ers have announced Jimmy Garoppolo as Week 13 starter. He'll start against the Bears. It'll be Garoppolo's third career start. His first is a 49er. C.J. Bathard's injuries made the decision a no-brainer. Though there's a good chance the Niners would have turned to Garoppolo anyway. They had to get there sometime. You would think. Regardless of Bathard's health, the sample size is small. But Garoppolo has played well when he is called upon. Completing 65 of 96 career passes for 708 yards. Six touchdowns, no interceptions. Even with the depleted Niners receiving corps. Jimmy G should be an option in two quarterback leagues Sunday at Soldier Field. It'll be the homecoming of sorts for Jimmy Garoppolo, who grew up in the Chicago area. That's not a good thing. Like, all of a sudden, this guy's going to be hounded and bitch about 
getting tickets for his friends, making sure his family's there. And yet, you know what? You got to concentrate on the opponent, Jimmy Garoppolo. You got to concentrate on the opponent. Hopefully you learn from the man, Tom Brady, and you got people that can take care of that stuff. That's why we got people. You need people these days. To be successful in anything, you need people. Geno Smith has been named the Giants' stunning quarterback for Week 13 against the Raiders. Eli Manning had 210 consecutive starts. And now they go to Geno Smith, who might not have two consecutive starts, right? I mean, what the hell is going on here? The Giants want to give third-year rookie, third-round rookie, third-round rookie, Davis Webb, a week or two to mentally prepare. Gino, 72.3 QB rating, has been a turnover machine at times, and he'll be at the helm of the G-Men. And maybe the Raiders could get some interceptions as they only have a one on the season. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicado. Take a quick break. Back with more after this. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sakata. You know, one of the epidemics of fantasy sports, and it's not just fantasy football, it's across the fantasy sports industry, is that we all want to find the next best thing. And we all want to jump over the new toy. And I got to tell you, sometimes we get, most times, we get carried away. We get carried away. And I got to tell you, people, here's a great example of it this year. And there's always a couple examples. We always talk about the guys that have got it done. And I'll tell you, the fascination for me in the fantasy sports industry started, I think, when fantasy baseball with Ryan Braun. Like when he lived up to everything, people started just falling in love. And dynasty leagues become more and more popular and things like that. So people know these plays early, and here's the Roto Experts in the morning talking about Corey Davis. Unbelievable. This is Walsh Mapodica. 
This is the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. With no hat on. Hold on. Well, this is what happens when you walk out or on TV, you know. Um, hello, thank you for joining us this Wait, week. that was Viva Las Vegas? That was like the worst rendition of Viva Las Vegas. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take your Eli Manning calls. Come on, 844-843-6879 in just a little, a little bit. But another thing we wanted to get into this morning uh, was Corey Davis. And I sat in that very seat last week, Matt, and, and I asked, like, when does this crap end? with Corey Davis. When does it, the hype stop? And you said, listen, I'm going all in. And we sat here on Thursday morning, Corey on Thanksgiving, and we gave a lot, Corey Davis over a lot of really good wide receivers. Um, And it was all about Corey Davis, Corey Davis, Corey Davis. The targets are there, the snaps are there, everything is there, except production. We are now entering week 13, the final week before the fantasy playoffs. And all of these barometers, if you will, they're great. All these measurables, fantastic, in fact. But when the production isn't there in week 13, I can't live off measurables. I can't live off hype. I need production because I can't handle maybe next week's the week anymore. And ultimately, last week was the, was the golden opportunity. We all said it, we all sat around a table, and we, we put out a decree that if this wasn't it for Corey Davis, it wasn't happening. And I know, Corey, I know, Corey, that's how you feel. And yet, Matt, here you are, and you're looking at the schedule, and we approach week 13 on Sunday, and you get the best match you possibly can, Tennessee at Houston. So, the hype train for Corey Davis is out of control. But are you willing right now to put your foot down and be like, I'm done, or are you giving this thing another shot? I'll never say I'm done on any player. You know, if... if if there's talent, if the pro- if, if I go through the process, heading into last week, the, the process was correct. He had 17 targets in two games. This was the number five pick in the draft last year. He missed a lot of time due to a hamstring injury. The fact that uh, Matthews was going to miss the game really improved his stock. You're looking at, you know, target shares. His snaps have gone up. Uh, you know, the one thing that's been tough with the Titans to figure out is – the percentage of targets and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you're looking at Matthews getting, say, 22%. Davis getting, like, 20 21%. And now Matthews is out. Yep. You're going to look – you're going to think – versus a team that gives up a lot of 20 yards or more in, in, in the passing game, you know what? This this should be a really good matchup. So, I mean, I think the process going into it was correct. The problem is, for me right now, even after this week, he's no worse than a top 31 receiver to me. I'm, I'm looking – you know, when I, when I look at – the other players, I'm not saying he's a number, solid number two, but he's has higher number two pot. I mean, uh, but more. I mean, a lower number two, definitely higher number three possibilities. The problem here for me is the quarterback. This does not see, look like a confident quarterback. He's thrown one touchdown in each of the last three games. If you look at his adjusted yards per attempt, it's been awful. I mean, he got 300 yards versus Steelers, but I mean that was just pitiful. He was just throwing to the other team. Even against the Colts, he did not look good. I don't know if he's still injured, and you know maybe that's play- look. Because if you're an athlete and you're not a hundred percent, that does affect you. So I mean, but this is not the guy we thought we were getting entering the season. So for me, Delaney Walker is the obvious option in the passing game. Am I going to play Corey Davis? It depends. I'm going to play Josh Doxson over Corey Davis this week, and I hate playing Thursday night games. 
But and I'm still worried even about Josh Doxson because Jamison Crowder has just become a beast. He's just getting all the targets. But I'm going to stick. Go back to Corey Davis. To me, he's still a top 30 wide receiver this week. So you believe Corey Davis still? And he should pretty easily a top 30 wide receiver this week. We'll hear. You know, we'll, we'll read Jake's link. We'll see all the rankings uh, from our guys, including the BFFs, uh, coming up by, by tomorrow certainly. Uh, so we'll see exactly where they fall. We know for for Matt Modica, Corey Davis falls inside the top 30. Corey Parson, fantasy executive. Is Corey Davis someone that, with the playoffs on the line this week in a tasty matchup, despite everything he has not given you over the last 13 weeks, you're willing to throw out there? It depends on what my situation is, if I'm willing to throw Corey Davis out there or not. If I have a better option, I will gladly put him in the offense because Corey Davis is not, once again, going to ruin my fantasy season if I can do anything to prevent that. Because, see, the problem with this situation right here is this. This team, this offense, we overshadowed, we overrated this offense coming into the season, much like we did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's why we're in this position now where we didn't held on to this, to this stiff for 10 damn weeks. You feel what I'm saying? 13 weeks been holding this guy, and he gets now he's healthy, getting these good matchups. He's not doing nothing. Nothing. And that's because this football team is not, their offense is not working properly right now. Because they need to get rid of damn DeMarco Murray. All they do is feed the ball to DeMarco Murray, feed the ball to DeMarco Murray, feed the ball to DeMarco Murray. Then it's like, well, why is the offense not looking good? Or well, Corey Davis is not run blocking. Mariota is missing on this, missing on. Stop giving the damn ball to DeMarco Murray for three yards in the cloud of dust. It's over. Derrick Henry's a better player. You can do. You can run play action better. You can get more situations where Mariota's in a positive uh, environment. That's not happening right now. Another thing, Mariota situation, overrated him. Are we chasing that one stretch that he had last year? Do we think that's what he's going to be all the time? Obviously not because he's not getting it done right now. So it's the offense. It's DeMarco Murray. Is Marcus Mariota, as far as Corey Davis goes, no, I'm not going to say that he is a must-start, that he has to go in lineups because he has this matchup, because he could be 5 for 59 again. I'm not doing it. So if I got a better option, he's going out there. We got to figure out what these better options are this week. That's what we kind of got to do. But this offense is not right right now. They'll be better when DeMarco Murray is off that team. DeMarco Murray can't even run out the damn shotgun. You feel what I'm saying? How do you set up play action? How do you make the offense more explosive when you got this, 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 this uh, single set formation that you're running and, and, and dude can't do nothing? And if you're going to play it like that, then let Derrick Henry play. He's a better player right now. Yeah, I mean, like we said, I mean, the process, when you look at 17 targets, two previous games. Look, he got four targets. He caught all four passes. I, I think if Matthews isn't playing, they have to get him more involved, especially against Houston, who it's the secondary way you can do the damage on. So I think they're going to have to throw. I agree 100% with Corey on uh, Derrick Henry versus DeMarco Murray. You're looking at, at a guy that rushed about like 13 times for almost 80 yards or something like that versus a guy who rushed 12 times for nine yards. I mean, Murray does not look good. He vultured that touchdown. This offense is, you know, not trending in the right direction. And you see, we can't make excuses for injury and stuff like that for Davis anymore, though. You know what I'm saying? Because now he's on the field, he's playing, he's getting the snaps. Hell, he's getting the targets. He's not doing nothing with it because the offense is so plain and vanilla. And that's why I'm saying that this guy right here, yikes, you know what I'm saying? I would rather play Rashad Matthews. If Rashad Matthews is healthy this week, I would start Rashad Matthews over Corey Davis. Well, if Rashad Matthews plays, Davis does take a hit. Would I'm, you play I'm, Matthews over Davis and Matthews plays? Oh, no, yeah, you have to play Matthews over Davis. I mean, Matthews is his guy. I mean, it's Matthews and Delaney Walker are the, you know, 1A and 1B in, in the receiving game for this team. But if Matthews is not there, 
I mean, you have to assume this kid's going to get more involved. I mean, he's had two games where they targeted him ten times. That's what you want to see. You asked me for some names here that you could start over Corey Davis, so I'm going to throw some out there for you. I want to get your opinions on it. Marquise Lee, Matt. Uh, I'm playing Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee, you know, he gets – look, this past weekend was different, but he gets the target share – and you know, I don't. I'm trying to think off the top of my head who whose matchup is. Marquis Lee faces the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I mean Marquis Lee. I, I I love that matchup. I and uh, the Colts lost another guy in the secondary, sure. but Lee Lee is kind of like Devin Funches in the fact where the the process has played out. They get eight to ten targets basically every week, sometimes a dozen targets, and if you're going to get that much, it should work out for you. I give you one, Matt. Ted Ginn, not Ted Ginn. Um, Ted Ginn, you're going to start. Yeah, Ted Ginn. You're going to start. Carolina. Revenge game versus Carolina. you got to start Ted Ginn over yeah, Corey I, Davis. Yeah, I start Ted Ginn on him, but that's not the person I was going to mention. I was going to say, what about Randall Cobb versus Tampa? Uh, that's that's close. I'm going to go Corey Davis. This is dependent upon Matthews not playing. Yeah, okay. Okay, let me continue. Would you, you start Marquise Lee as well? I would start Marquise Lee as well. Would you start D.D. Westbrook? I'm not starting D.D. I don't think. I Look, can't. I I can't Ten targets last week. I can't go to Westbrook. Westbrook. I mean, if I had to play Westbrook in a, in a, in a twelve-team league, starting three wide receivers with a flex, there's a possibility he could be in my lineup this week. I'm not saying I don't like the matchup. He was the beneficiary of Lee having Peterson on him sure, last week. Absolutely. So I think this week, I mean, if you own Marquise Lee, you got to be excited about this week thirteen matchup. You you do. I, I I agree. But those ten targets, and I get it was Patrick Peterson related. I mean, isn't that could that be a sign of things to come? No. I'm, as I said, I see. I can see scenarios where if I own Westbrook, he could be in my lineup. But I'm still going to put Corey Davis ahead. Corey Davis. You said you had Josh Doxson over him. Corey Davis or Sammy Watkins? Yeah, and boy, you know how I feel about saying they, they're just about the same. Those those two guys right there. Sammy Watkins has the matchup versus the Cardinals. He'll likely draw a PP. Mm-hmm. No, I would play Corey Davis over Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if Robert Woods... They're the same po- guy. There's a possibility of Woods coming uh, coming back this week when we talked to Dr. A on Monday. He said he needed two weeks uh, healing time. For me, I... Damn, I mean, I, I love Sammy. But if he has Peterson on him... I mean, there's Peterson, Rhodes. You know, th- those are guys that are the elite, elite in the league. So I'd probably go Corey Davis. It's 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 a, it's really close though. On that one. Corey Davis or Corey Coleman? I might lean Coleman, but I mean, I, what, what do you expect from the Browns? I mean, the Browns got with, with Josh Gordon coming back. I don't know what, what what's going on there now, but I'm I'm gonna. The reason I'll go with Coleman here is I've seen Coleman play against Jacksonville and Pittsburgh and put up put up some numbers. numbers. Yeah. So. Corey? I would start Corey Coleman over Corey Davis. I'm seeing him putting up. He's putting up numbers. He's getting to work right now. He's a favorite of Kaiser. Hell, I might start Josh Gordon over Corey Davis. Would you start Paul Richardson over Corey Davis? I would not. Paul Richardson. What's the, who the Seahawks play this week? Seahawks are against Philly at home Sunday Night Football. I wouldn't start Paul Richardson. Okay. I would start Corey Davis over Paul Richardson. We want to know your Corey Davis thoughts. We want to know your Eli Manning thoughts. Give us a call at 844-843-6879. The Roto Experts continue rolling on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network right after this. There they are, the Roto Experts of the morning. Check them out every Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. i got to tell you, um, it, it's a tough call. you got to do what you've been doing the whole year and go from there. So, Great stuff from the Roto Experts. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more after this. 
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely uh, getting it done. And you heard it there from the guys on the Corey Davis and much of the speculation of where you go and what you do in that type of situation is a little crazy, a little insane. Do you stick with who you got? Do you go with who do you want? Uh, like That's the part that is crazy. Is like, how far do you have to go before you realize, hey, go with who got me here. Go with who got me here. That's what I keep saying. Now, let's go to last night's Week 13 waiver Wire ads from my guy. My guy. Dane Martinez, which you could hear on the way on the show with me each and every week as we get you ready and prepared and we talk about each night the daily fantasy basketball plays, daily football plays on the DFS lineup shock show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Here is my man, Dane Martinez, talking about some of the pickups that you can make this week. Starting out with the quarterback position, Dane Martinez. Thoughts on the waiver wire. So I'm going to give you my thoughts on the waiver wire. Then we're going to open up the phone lines and see what you have to say or see whatever specific questions you have. The number to call is 844-843-6879. But before we get to the phones, let me tell you something. We don't usually talk quarterbacks on waiver wires, but listen, Case Keenum, only 46% owned, has Atlanta, then Carolina, then Cincinnati, then Green Bay. Bay in the fantasy championship. You know Case Keenum's been hot. He's got Thielen. He's got Diggs. He's got McKinnon. He's got Rudolph. I don't understand why he's not owned in more leagues. T-Mobile, Tyrod Taylor, also owned in less than half of leagues. They have New England twice. They have the Indianapolis Colts in week uh, 14, a playoff week. T-Mobile needs to be owned. He's only owned in 49%. If you're looking for a quarterback, what tasty matchups. New England, Indy, Miami, and New England again. Don't get it twisted. Aaron Rodgers might come back. He's only owned in 59% of leagues. If you want Aaron Rodgers, you could check your league. He might be available. And then I mentioned to you before... Jimmy Garoppolo is starting in San Francisco. He's got Chicago, then Houston, then Tennessee. That's a nice, tasty matchup, but I don't understand how uh, Tyrod Taylor is not owned in over 50% of leagues. New England, Indy, Miami, New England again, the rushing potential. People probably dropped him when he got benched. He is now back in the saddle for Buffalo. Give me Tyrod Taylor or Case Keenum. At the running back position, 
Jamal Williams is only 58% owned. He is now the lead dog for Green Bay, coming off a good showing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he got into the end zone via the run and in the passing game at over 130 scrimmage yards. I like Jamal Williams. You know who I also like? My man, Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers is back. And in Tampa Bay with Dougie Martin going down, I think that Pop Quiz is actually the guy to own. I know Peyton Barber got in the end zone, but he's the smashing goal linebacker, and he has been that role all season long anyway. Remember Pop Quiz at the beginning of the season? A lot of people were calling into the show about him. He's only 7% owned. I think it is fine to take a flyer on Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers. Um, Kenyon Drake is the last man standing in Miami. Uh... Damian Williams, it looks like he's out for this week. So it's going to be all Kenyon Drake. He's only owned in 56% of leagues. Half of you can go out and get him right now. And also... He's only owned in 2% of leagues, and I don't like it this week because they're playing Philly in that number one run defense. But Mike Davis, he looked as good as any other running back for Seattle all year, and I think they want to go back to him. I don't think it's going to work on Sunday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles, but if you're really desperate, Mike Davis, it could be worse. At the wide receiver position, I know we have to talk about this. Josh Gordon is owned in only 51% of leagues. He is unowned in half of leagues. I have been telling you for a long time, a long time ago, we've been talking about this. I don't trust it. If you need to win to get into your fantasy playoffs, are you really going to trust a guy who has not played a regular season game since the 2014 finale? Yes, I know he led the league in receiving yards in 2013. Yes, I know he's a dynamic talent, but the guy hasn't been on an NFL field in a regular season game in two years. The guy has Deshaun Kaiser throwing him the football. The guy is facing this Los Angeles Chargers defense, which has been hot lately, and um, and Hayward has been a beast in coverage. I am off Josh Gordon. I'm on Cooper Cup, however. I told you last week I liked Cooper Cup. He went 8 for 116 without Robert Woods. There is still no Robert Woods. I still like Cooper Cup. I like him better than, say, Zay Jones. I know Zay Jones got in the end zone. I know he was the leading target getter for Buffalo, and I know Listen, I'm off that. I just told you how I like Tyrod Taylor, but Zay Jones is not even the main weapon. I like Charles Clay instead. Clay, only owned in 32% of leagues at the tight end position. If you need a tight end, if you don't want to go back to the Greg Olson well, for example, I like Charles Clay. He is getting back involved. His four catches, his 60 yards receiving, led the team, and I think Tyrod Taylor is comfortable with him. At the wide receiver position, though, you know who I do like? I like Martavis Bryant. He's owned in 54% of leagues. Half of you guys can, or just less than half of you, can go out and get Bryant right now. We don't know about Juju Smith-Schuster. And I think, listen, I think this uh, Monday night, Cincinnati, the division game, they know that they're going to focus on Bell. They're going to focus on Brown. These are guys that have been popping off. But the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is good enough that three or four people can eat. I like Martavis Bryant if Juju is still not back. D.D. Westbrook. Also only owned in 25% of leagues. I mean, he's a good player, but I don't like the matchup. I don't like I don't like the Jacksonville pass offense. I think this is going to be back to Leonard Fournette. I think this is going to be one of those games where Blake Bortles only throws it like 15 times, so I would not want one of the wide receivers. So to recap, at running back, I want Jamal Williams. I want Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers, and I want Kenyon Drake. At wideout, I do not want Josh Gordon. Instead, I want Cooper Cup or Martavis Bryant. At tight end, I like 
like Charles Clay, but it's time to recognize Ricky Seals-Jones for two weeks in a row has been an option, the number two option next to Fitzgerald in Arizona. I like him. I think he might be worth a roster spot, but I'm not starting Ricky Seals-Jones with your playoffs on the line. All right. Here's what we got to do. Oh, by the way, a tight end also. O.J. Howard is only owned in 26% of leagues. They are going away from Cameron Brait. Okay, Cameron Brait had a relationship maybe with Jameis Winston. It looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick likes him some O.J. Howard. They could be trying to phase out Brait as well because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Other than that, it's the names you already know. It's the Tyler Crofts. It's the Austin Safarian Jenkins of the world. Um, it's those guys, all right? When we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to hear from you. The number to call is 844 844- 843-6879. The phone lines are open right now. I got some people here. What's going on, guys? Hey, they're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We got people trying to hang out with speeds here at Studio 34. We got pictures being taken in the whole nine. If you want to join the show, you can. Just holler at me. 844-843-6879. My man, Chris Ventra, putting the cameras on people, taking pictures here. Everybody wants to be down with the Stats Overbeat Cypher, and you can too. Holler at me. I'll take your calls after the break. Sit, start, trade questions. If your trading deadline hasn't passed, waiver wire ads and all that. I'm trying to help you get a W. Week 13 is going to be lucky for you if you get some advice for spitting speeds. Come on right back. There he is, the fantasy statistician. You can check out Fantasy Freestyle, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. If your trade deadline hasn't passed, man, you're in a crazy league. The wild, wild west. Stay tuned for more for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We're going back to my man, Stats Over Beats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stats Over Beats. Yeah, baby. Dan Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle. He's the man. He's the myth. He's a legend. Here he is, 
Dane Martin. Holding you down. I just gave you some thoughts on the waiver wire. I do not understand how Case Keenum or Tyrod Taylor are available. If they are available, scoop them up right now. If you're a playoff team looking for a little bit of a push or a little bit of a, you know, kind of a cushion for later on, Aaron Rodgers is unowned in 41% of leagues. I tell you that I'm on Jamal Williams. I'm on Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rodgers at the running back position. I like Cooper Cup over Josh Gordon. I like Martavis Bryant this week at the at the wide receiver position, especially if Juju once again cannot go. And I'm telling you, O.J. Howard is the tight end to now owned in Tampa. They are phasing out Cameron Brait, in my opinion, because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. It also looks like Jameis loved him some Cameron Brait. It looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick is locking in on O.J. Howard. All right, we got some uh, callers that want to be down with the stats over beat Cypher. So we got the phone lines open. I'm going to take your calls. We're going to answer questions, waiver wires, trades, sit starts, all that. Let's get it started here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It is truly the favorite part of my day when I get to engage with the hashtag stats over beat Cypher. Craig in Toledo, you kick us off today on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you get a lucky number 13 W? Hey, what do you think about Marquise Goodwin with uh, Garoppolo coming in? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Craig. I, You know, here's the thing. Goodwin is pretty much the only receiver there left anyway. You know, Pierre Garçon is out for the season. Here's the thing, though, Craig. Deep balls, you need chemistry. You need reps in practice. You need time to know. Like, Jimmy G doesn't necessarily know how fast Marquise Goodwin is. You know what I'm saying, Craig? I think he might underthrow him. Also, they're in Chicago. It's going to be cold out there. I don't know that the deep ball plays out there in Chicago in December. I like the idea that you're thinking that, you know, Jimmy G is a better quarterback. And in time, I think that could be a good connection. But I think they need some time first, Craig, to build some chemistry together. So I don't know if I would go out there and pop like a Jimmy G Goodwin stack in DFS. I don't know if it really boosts up Goodwin this week. I think in time it would but I would wait and see first. Thanks for the call, though, Craig. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is Hector in Chicago. Right there, what we were talking about with that 49ers-Bears game is going to take place. Hey, Hector, what's the weather supposed to be like this weekend? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be snowy at all? Give me a weather report, Hector. What's it like? Hey, how's it going? Dilly dilly. Uh, the weather this weekend for Sunday should be 50. Oh, okay. Sunny. All right, so we are all right. We are all right. So maybe the deep ball is in play. Dilly dilly, Hector. How can we help you get a W in Lucky Week 13? Thanks for the advice last week with uh, Coleman. But somebody somebody dropped Kenny Stills, and I thought uh, Matt Moore had a man crush on him, so I went with him, but he didn't do much. Yeah, I thought Matt Moore had the man crush on him as well. It didn't really play out, but mostly because the Dolphins are just blunt guts trash. So let's keep it moving, though. Get you a W for this week. What can we do? Well, I got a W anyways. Uh, thanks for the Ravens. Yeah, um, the defense. The, Ra the Ravens didn't do well. Yeah, they didn't do well, and I was up 13, so I walked away with a W by, like, four points. Oh, that must have been but, close um, because I personally also own the Baltimore Ravens defense, and they did you know, they did just fine for me. So I, I was happy right. with them. But what, uh, what can, in, my, in, my, in my league, they got 12 points last night for me, but I was running away from okay. it, so it was all good. But well, what, let's look forward. Yeah, what do you got? My, my main question is, I already clinched the buy, so I'm looking at week 15. 15. This is I forgot to mention is um, 
I, I got the first round by for the playoffs, so I'm looking at week 15. Right. And I just want your expert advice. Like, I forgot to mention, this is like my first year playing nice. fantasy. So and you got a buy. Right. So, um, good thing I had some ties in my division. Right. So, that's how I got it. Um, I'm 7-5. and five, Oof. And um, I'm, I just want your expert advice on, like, I got the first round by. What do I do now? Like, <laughs> yeah, you 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 got it right. You look to week fifteen. You look for the matchups in week fifteen. Here's the first thing I would do. Okay, the first thing I would do, man, is whoever your stud running backs are, I would I would get their handcuffs on your roster just in case injury falls them between now and week fifteen. Okay, so here's the thing. I got Shady and Booker. All right, Shady so Booker, you yeah. need to try to find other Denver Broncos. You need to see if C.J. Anderson's available. And with Shady, you, I think it's Mike Tolbert that you need to try to find, okay? And you could drop, like, right. your fourth or fifth running back, your fifth wide receiver. You don't need them anymore. All you need to do is protect your starting lineup for Week 15. So you got to get those handcuffs, okay? Here's the other thing you need to do. You need to start looking at those defensive matchups. I don't know who your defense is, but you got to look to see who they're playing in Week 15. And then, you know, whatever format you use what you can do is you can set it when you look to all the available players go to week 15 and go to defenses and see which defenses start having the best matchups for you in week 15 for example you know i mean listen now Look who, who the Giants are playing week 15, for example. Look at who, you know, the Browns have week 15. Look at these piss-poor offenses and see what they got week 15. Those are where I would start for the rest. Hit me up on Twitter, all right, man, and we'll try and get you set up because if you're a first-year player and you got a buy and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Speed's the Spitting Statistician, that is a testimonial of how we help you win your leagues and win that cash. Get it, Hector. I hope you keeps on rolling for you. Call back anytime. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, Dan in New Jersey. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Let's help you get a W for Lucky Week 13. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Um, I have a quick question before I get to my main question. All right, what's up? Um, it, it's... Uh, just that um, I have uh, Evan. I have the Ingr- Evan Ingram problem in uh, New York, so I don't know if it's a quick switch between him and uh, Seals Jones. Should I switch them in and out each other? The question is, how far does Evan Ingram drop? Right, that's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. Listen, I'm going to tell you what this week. I keep Evan Ingram in there. I get Ricky Seals-Jones. If I were you, Dan, I'd try to get Ricky Seals-Jones on my roster. But this week, with the playoffs on the line, I'm not going to a guy who I've only seen it once or twice. I know he's hot right now, but I, I, I just can't look myself in the mirror, you know, staking my playoff potential on Ricky Seals-Jones. And here's the thing with Evan Ingram. I believe that, you know, we default back to the young or bad quarterback thing. And what's a young or bad quarterback's best safety blanket? The tight end. And who is there anyway? You know, like, it's 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 Shepard and it's Ingram, and that's about it. I don't think Ingram falls that far down to where Seals-Jones hops him. I would have Seals-Jones on my roster, but what I would do is I would see, you know, what happens this week. But this week... Dan, I would start uh, Evan Ingram. You said you had another one. Let's uh, let's answer it quick. Well, actually, that can go right off of that question, to be honest. Um, then I guess who would I drop from my team to get Seals Jones? Because we already talked about, actually, through Twitter, about my wide receiver not to get anyone. So, right. actually, just who would I drop pretty much to get Seals Jones then? Um, I'm going to be dropping um, high to get uh, Kareem Hunt on my team. Or, sorry, Kareem um, – uh, Case Keenum. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. You're dropping um, Hyde? 
dropping Carlos Hyde? Yeah, I got too many. I got too, I got too many running backs. So I'll read you my team real quick, whatever. And then are you? Are you? Get... Is the trading deadline passed in your league? Yeah, that's passed already. All right, all right. Um, yeah, give me the bottom of your roster because I do want to get to a couple of other callers that we can keep on going yeah. back and forth, Dan, on Twitter. But give me the bottom of your <laughs> roster. Okay, pretty much. Um, it's Jordy Tate, Funches. I hate to say Sanu. it, but maybe it's Jordy Nelson. Maybe Jordy is what you do. Because, okay. I mean, you've seen it, right? I mean, like, what are you going to hold him for? Maybe the fact that Aaron Rodgers pops off and comes back week 15 and 16? I think Jordy Nelson is the answer, unfortunately. I know it's crazy, and late in the season, you have strange bedfellows at this point. But, yeah, I think it's Jordy Nelson, unfortunately. All right, Dan, but uh, hit me back up on Twitter if you need. We'll keep on managing to help you uh, win your leagues and win that cash. Up next, I am so happy. Up next, it is Jilly Dilly in Cali. If you don't know, if you're not part of the cypher, Jilly Dilly is undefeated. She listens to the show all the time, feeds the notes. It's actually her husband's team that is undefeated. She is a loyal Stats Over Beat cypher member, Dilly Dilly, and her husband is still undefeated because of the knowledge she's getting on the fantasy sports. Radio Network and the Fantasy Freestyle Jilly Dilly Dilly. How's it going? Good. Hey, thanks for all your information. Yep, we're still undefeated, That's but awesome. I am not allowed to screenshot the team. My husband's very really? superstitious. Fair enough. He, 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 as my grandmother used to say in Yiddish, he doesn't want to give himself a kind of I understand. Curse. I understand, so I can't send it to you, but I'm calling about his other team. Okay. This other team is in second place. They're eight and four. There's three teams with our record and three teams with seven and five. Let's so help them out. These next two weeks are important. So he he does not want to play Ingram this week, but he's going to keep him. Right. But he wants to replace him either with Kyle Rudolph, Jack Doyle, or maybe, as you say, Charles Clay. I like Jack Doyle this week, Jilly. I love Jack Doyle this week. I know it sounds crazy because they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, but what the Jaguars do is stymie the receivers on the outside. It's their cornerbacks, okay? It's Jalen Ramsey. It's A.J. Bouye that are the studs on the outside. They've also become much better at stopping the run. The one thing the Jacksonville Jaguars don't do well is stop the tight end and Jack Doyle has turned into the new number one option in Indianapolis T.Y. Hilton has defecated the mattress left and right Jack Doyle has been the consistent target for Jacoby Brissett Jilly I would take Jack Doyle and I would start him this week over Evan Ingram you don't drop Evan Ingram but you bench Evan Ingram in your situation and go and get Jack Doyle Jill I'm so happy you called I'm so happy that we're helping you and your husband's team get to the playoffs don't send me screenshots, but keep me updated and let me know how we're doing. We raise a glass to you. Dilly, dilly. We got time for one more, and it is Eric in Florida. Eric, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're up against the break, so uh, what's your question? If I can't answer it now, I'll answer it after the break. Yeah, I'll make it clear. How are you doing today, Steve? What's going on? I got a trade question. I got to offer Cream Hunt, ASJ, for P. Run, and Josh Doxon. Uh, you would be getting Hunt and ASJ? Yes, sir. All right, here's the thing. I hear the music, so here's what we're doing. We're going to take a quick commercial break because we got to pay the bills here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, I'm going to answer this question, which side of this trade I like better for Eric, and we'll see what we're doing on time. We might have to get in my man Chris, the analyst, Ventra, because he's a Giants fan. I want to hear how he reacts to this news of Eli Manning getting benched. All that and more when we come back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. There's our stats over beats guy. We're going to hand the trade when we come back. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Devonta Freeman is going to be a tough issue for, for people. I got him on the team, and I'm not playing him. Of course, he's going to come back this week. It's a tough matchup, and we don't know what kind of shape he's in. So I am uh, benching Devonta Freeman this week. What are you going to do? Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Singata. I love it. Sometimes I go, bump, bump, Tony. I eat rice aroni. Like, I can be one of them freestyle rappers. I got a little white pony. Let's get back to fantasy freestyle. Tuesday for Eric in Florida, who just gave me this trade. I don't know that I want to take both members of the Washington football team, and I'm not really that high on Josh Dotson. I think it's Jamison Crowder out there in Washington and not Dotson. P. Ryan doesn't really move the needle for me either. So, Eric out there in Florida, I like the Kareem Hunt, Austin Safarian, Jenkins side of that trade a lot better. I know Kareem Hunt has been blunt guts trash lately, but I also think that there is some bounce back potential i still think i would rather have hunt and asj so i would take that side of the trade so if those are the guys you already have i would not make a move to acquire both of the washington football team the last call that we do have is brody in riverside hey brody we don't have much time but you're on the stats over beat cypher how can i help you get a w for lucky week 13 man i got running back issues i got I got two spots, well, three spots, because I have, I have in the flex spot, I have Drake going. Okay. But I have uh, Deion Lewis, Jamal Williams, Marshawn Lynch, and Alex Collins. I like Marshawn Lynch this week because they don't have Crabtree, they don't have Cooper, and I like Deion Lewis this week as well, okay? I like Deion Lewis, and I like Marshawn Lynch of those, and to be quite honest, I would have Collins in over Drake, if you want to know the truth. I like yeah. Lewis, yeah. I like Lewis, okay. Lynch, and Collins. I, I, I mean, Drake, he just does I, I don't think he's that great of a football player, if you want to know the truth, and I think um, okay. I think that in that game, in that game, who does 
Miami have? Let me see real quick. Miami's got Denver. That's Denver. one of the best, one of the best run defenses in the league. Give me Deion Lewis against Buffalo because the Bills have been getting carved up via the run. Give me Marshawn Lynch against the Giants where tackling is optional and they don't have Cooper and Crabtree. And then give me Alex Collins and Baltimore. Um, I like. I just like the River Dancer. I think he is a better uh, okay. running back, especially against the Detroit Lions. Hope it works out for you. I mentioned Marshawn Lynch. Um, you know, they are going to be without Crabtree. They are going to be without Cooper. But breaking news, Michael Crabtree's suspension just got reduced to only one game. But it, Yeah, he got the reduction, of course. And uh, fantasy owners can rejoice as their playoffs are still intact. Take a quick break. Come back with our number two of fantasy football. Rewind. 